0: Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up.
1: Hello everybody, I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely fine, but we are now entering peak, how was your summer season?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're back, by the way.
1: (laughs) How was your summer, they say. And I can't say amazing, because that would be a lie, and I can't say terrible, because that would be a lie. It was fine, you know. Life is fine, uh, and then I hate myself for not finding the treasure in life every minute of every day. Uh, where did you go? They'll ask. Oh, you know the usual. How was it? Exactly as you'd expect. I mean, in one sense, I'm grateful to have no news because I have to rem- remind myself this is the good bit. There's <laughs> nothing terrible is happening. But how was your summer? It's an irritant. I think it's. I feel it's lazy. It's. It's like people saying, "So, tell me about yourself." You just don't like questions. I have to accept that I
0: don't like questions. You, you do not like anybody asking a question of you about me. About I don't like, you. yes, yes,
1: yes. I don't like talking two about plus myself. Two, you're
0: fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I find questions to be needling, even though I know they're not intended that way. And I think it's because I judge myself so brutally that I'm judging my answer before I even have to think it. So I just. I'm irritated because I'm uncomfortable.
0: When you say you're judging your answer, are you talking about sort of the lack of, like, excitement or energy, like, in your answer? Also the content. No, that's what I mean. Like, it's sort of just... What I'm trying to
1: say at the moment, my fantasy at the moment is to be is when, when people say, you know, so what do you do? And I could say, I'm retired.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine?
1: And then inevitably, you know, a little surprise, they might say, um, so what did you do? And I could go, oh, not much. This,
0: this and that. Yeah. I'm retired Nothing of note. fantastically kind of grown-up thing to say. <laughs> and, also, and also, if you would be a young retiree, because we're... <laughs> It's still just it. <laughs> about a young... Re- I mean, I'm
1: never going to be able ultra- to retire. i have to work for the rest of my life. But it's a fantasy. Isn't that a terrible... It's not exactly a kind of hot, sexy fantasy. What's your fantasy? To be retired. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's then I'd like like sink into what a terrible, time I'm a rocket
0: scientist. What, you know, ha, kind of thing. Or I'm a, you know, actually I've invented... Something incredibly... The vaccine. The vaccine, exactly. Instead, it's, yeah, retiring. How are you, Em? Well, I'm absolutely fine. But this awful thing has happened to my eyesight. Which means that when I am a good girl... I was about to say little girl, but uh, obviously... A good is, little girl. <laughs> that Revolting. Girl. I know. When I'm a good little girl and take off my contact lenses to give my eyes a rest after the working day, and I put my glasses on and I sit on the, my sofa and I'm watching television, I cannot watch TV and look at my phone because if I look at my phone I have to take off my glasses so that I can see what's going on on the small screen but or rather the tiny screen the smallest screen but then I can no longer see what's happening on the television
1: yeah I mean it's a sign from the universe telling you not to look at your phone while you're watching telly we none of us should I mean obviously we all do but we should not be looking at our phones when we're watching telly
0: I know but I know. And, and you do both things poorly. But now, currently, I if I am distracted by a a message or a tweet or an Instagram, I genuinely have no idea what's going on. Well, I even... started pausing
1: the telly to look at my phone, <laughs> oh, which means do. that an innocent little 23-minute episode will take
0: an hour and a half. Exactly. And you're still not 100% concentrated on what's, no. what happens. Exactly. Anyway, so maybe I want to just do two things slightly badly at the same time, which is now too much to ask. So maybe I just need to accept the fact that it's time to get bifocals.
1: Time to get bifocals. Yeah, I mean, there are certain things that we are going to have to accept in this new term, which doesn't have quite the fresh optimistic flavour of new terms, you know, that have gone by in the past. I mean, things we're going to have to accept. I mean, I'm going to have to accept that politicians are just awful by their very nature i've been hoping and praying for a, like a new one a fresh one fresh meat thinking that the answer is around the corner but are they all at a certain level awful just by definition of being politicians i remember my mother used to say oh, i'm fed up with a lot of them and i thought that was just lazy and stupid but yeah guess what i'm fed up with a lot of them <laughs> they're absolutely awful yeah and if they're honest then they're punished and that's the end of them if they sort of zip up their human suits and pretend to get it, to get real life, then they're eventually proved to be lying. They are usually lying. And it's just hard to know how to live in a world where the people making decisions about your life are so monstrous. Um, do we march? Oh, we can't march because Pretty Prattel would have us arrested. <laughs> so, I mean, I just find I just get more and more cross and curmudgeonly. That's what we are, Em. Curmudgeonly. And, and that it, doesn't help anyone.
0: No, and it feels like being forced into a state of something that you don't want to. Being. An like, unwilling curmudgeon. Yes, and also... <laughs> like the reluctant fundamentalist and <laughs> the unwilling curmudgeon. Yeah, exactly. And on top of it, it means somehow you're complicit mm. in the poor decision-making because you feel like you can't somehow force any change.
1: It's We're so used to running our lives, aren't we? That it's you're quite right. I feel complicit in the fact that the country and the world are dissolving because I you know I'm used to problem solving and here
0: I am just getting crosser and more and more grumpy and the more we feel disenfranchised the the more that's going to happen anyway so cheery do you know I think there's another thing that we're going to have to accept Annabelle Mm. is that however much cleaning we do there's always more cleaning to do
1: I'm really fixated on 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 a certain set of cupboards downstairs (laughs) at the moment I I mean, whether or not I'll do anything about it, I don't know. But since the flood, my little flood last summer when London, like, flash-flooded and was, you know, inadequately cleaned and the insurance didn't quite cover anything, now it's full of stuff that just smells mouldy and it's old stuff. And also the cupboards are down around a weird little corner and hard to get to. And I stare at them in a curmudgeonly fashion from the sofa.
0: Unwilling to do anything about it. Unwilling
1: to do anything about it.
0: Speaking of mould, I... Did something crazy the other day, which is I I had a peek in the inside, the grey seal around my washing machine. Oh,
1: the rubber bit, around the drum.
0: Yeah, where the sort of water and F
1: You don't want to be looking in there.
0: And I put my hand in it. And the few times that I've done it before, it's been quite slippery, kind of mouldy, sort of black. Sludge. Sludgy. Yeah, Yeah. and I sort of, you know, I can kind of, and I've wiped out, but... For some reason, a, a corner has been crossed. Um, not a corner. Um, a line. For has some been. reason, a line has been crossed, and it's sort of matted mould. So it is. It's, it's actually what, m- like like dog hair or something? But that's matted. So it's like a mat, like a like an actual mat of.
1: Like a doormat of mould inside the rubber seal of your yeah, washing machine. that is
0: sort of slightly, it's not wet, it's dried and I... It's taken up residence, is not it? Uh, exactly, yeah. and it is horrific. And yeah. I actually don't know, I need to just, like, Google...
1: No, I to... did that, because I had the same thing, okay. and you know what I'm like. And I mean... Calgon's quite good for cleaning out the drum if that starts. To, if that starts to smell damp and horrible, yeah. but that seal is a mystery. There are things you can do with white spirit. i I'm, I'm,
0: you're so witchy about this
1: stuff. That's so funny. There are things you can do with white spirit, but you really have to get in there and, like, you know, with a toothbrush and and oh. scrub.
0: Yeah. Okay, and I, 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 I wish I was like one of those cleaning people who are obsessed with it and could and think it's quite fun this and relaxing. Hinch. Yes, exactly. Because I don't find it fun and relaxing. I don't think
1: mold is fun and relaxing, generally. Um,
0: but they don't think have mold have to... because they they are interested. They clean the drum every fucking time. The mold they? never
1: gets a chance exactly. to, to take purchase on your appliances. So, Not a euphemism.
0: So now, <laughs> so now I'm actually just a uh, anyway. So just another thing to add to the to
1: do. list. Another thing to add to the to do list and the to do list. Don't you find this is something we're going to have to accept? Always have something massive on them. So they might have. Uh, buy white spirit for the washing machine drum and replace the roof. You know, um, uh, sew on a coat button and write a will. (laughs) And the trouble with having the big stuff on the list with the small stuff is it's hard to do the big stuff. And the longer it stays on the list, the more invisible it becomes to you, like white noise on your list.
0: I know. And if you were going to kind of do some Jenga listing where you put all the small stuff on one list and then all the big stuff on another list, on a separate, in a separate section, you would then never, ever, ever look at the long list.
1: Of course, you wouldn't look at the long list.
0: You just—it would just become invisible. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying.
1: It's just like staring into the the vortex. Why would you do that? I mean, write a will. We have to write a will, Emily.
0: We have been talking about this five years. At five years. We've been laughing about our.
1: We'll be laughing on the other side <laughs> of our dead faces, won't we? <laughs> speaking of which the other thing we have to accept is that something's always going to hurt a little bit just a little just enough since i last had covid which is about six weeks ago i've had a full body ache and uh i am pretty much limping and for the first 30 seconds after i stand up i have to sort of warm up to try and get out of bed do you think you've got my foot thing no, it's not my feet. It's my ankles, my my okay. legs, my hips. It's not in one place. That's why I think it might be decrepitude, but I feel like it happened straight after COVID. Apparently really? it's a thing,
0: but it's not going anywhere. Well, my foot's not going anywhere. Yeah, the foot. I mean, it's too boring. I've literally, I'm... I've got stretchy things. I've done got blocks that I can do exercise with. I do roll downs, pelvic exercises. You name it. Nothing now. How sore is the foot? That's the problem. It is actually not that sore, yeah. but it's become a huge like issue because I'm compensating so much that I'm basically limping.
1: Yeah. So everything else is going. A bit...
0: Everything else. That's the thing. You know, it's really annoying being like having some wisdom slash. Um, perspective where you suddenly realize that things like alignment are really important
1: don't say the word alignment to me okay um I wonder if my two fingers on my right hand will always be just a little bit numb from the slip disc in my neck and 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 if I sneeze will I re-slip one of the discs (laughs) in my back and I've suddenly got headaches Have you? Mm, No, I've got one now. Never before. And supposedly, this is what good health looks like. (laughs) Hey. Better write that will.
0: (laughs) Positively glowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the other thing that we've got to accept is that, you know, ah, certain pictures will just never be hung.
1: Yeah, there are things that will never happen. They might be framed. They might be ready. But they will not be hung. They will not be hung. I mean, a nail, a hammer. And you know, even if I could handle a a nail and a hammer, what about electrics in the walls and pipes in the walls and... My capabilities stop this side of an electric drill.
0: I mean, I'm grateful for that.
1: And I don't have a husband, which means I have to pay someone a 100 quid to do it or ask someone to help me, which is mortifying.
0: Or we could Google it together and do it.
1: With what, though? I don't have a drill.
0: I think I could probably find a drill.
1: You could procure a drill? I could, yeah. OK, all right, listeners. Wait and see how this goes. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, the other thing is that
1: there's also certain shoes that are never going to be worn. Yes, yeah, certain pictures that will never be hung and certain shoes that will never be worn.
0: And they just sit in a box and you wonder if you'll ever wear them.
1: Yeah, they, they hurt around the bunions when you put them on and they did when you tried them on. So you will not wear them, but there they sit.
0: But there they sit, Yeah. yeah. judging
1: you. Another thing, yes, talking of judging, that <laughs> I am going to have to learn to accept is that the head... The, is that the Meghan and Harry nonsense is not going to stop anytime soon. It's in our eyeballs and it's in our brains and nothing good is coming of it. It would just be a joy to see it starved of oxygen so that we could live our lives. And so could they, because everyone's doubling down, don't you think? Like Meghan's doubling down on her messaging and her detractors are doubling down on their criticism and her fans are doubling down on everything. And it's Please just let it all have been said. I feel that it has been said.
0: It hasn't been said enough, though, Annabelle, oh. as demonstrated by the, the news from last week. Mm. It's an endlessly kind of deep mine to... Uh, but there's
1: something so lascivious and sick about it. I just...
0: You take a very... She's got put her... Listen, she's put her glasses on. I put my spectacles on because I take a dim, dim view. view. There's yeah. a dim view being yeah, had. dim view. Mm. Do you know what a sad thing to to accept is that we will never have regular cosy late night chats with our best friends again on the phone when you say
1: late night i assume you mean 9 p.m <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i know everything's over by nine come on
1: well 9 p.m i've just sat down yes and also i usually turn my phone off because i'm so anxious i don't want new information also when you go to bed you know if you wake up in the night and check your phone i don't want to see whatsapp messages having come in asking something or telling me off that's what my fear is that someone will be telling me off
0: what well, sort of two in the morning? Someone's just going to decide to send you a teleoffy message, or between the hours of nine and three. Yes. Do you think?
1: It was possible? Has that? I'm ever sure happened? I've done something wrong. I'm always convinced I've done something Why wrong. Why
0: are we always convinced that we've done something wrong?
1: Well, we, we'll we talk to... about that later. The unnamed dread.
0: Yeah, but I think that we should have some kind of wrong rehabilitation therapy.
1: Well, I have done nothing wrong.
0: Yes. Maybe we should stand in front. Maybe this is our affirmation for September stand in front of the mirror and say, I have done nothing wrong 20 times every day.
1: Okay, you try it, because you're the compulsive apologiser, actually. I, I have the silent dread, but you have the externalised apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I think I'm going to try this. Okay, I'll report back in October.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I, I think we have to accept that when we say we're going to do affirmations every day, we don't. But I look forward to hearing your news.
0: The other thing is, is that, you know, you can't have cosy late-night ch- chats with our best friends, and you also can't, you know, you can't make new friends. It's hard. Reason being, because we basically are only drawn to people, to other people like us who don't want to leave the house. Yeah,
1: that's tough. That, isn't it? <laughs> um, and now that that's telly and, and movie season, um, I think uh, I'm going to have to accept, as you we I Emily, mean, we're in this together, that we are never going to be part of those highbrow Oscar conversations <laughs> because we've never seen the film. So like that, like that dog film. What dog film? Wasn't there a dog film with Bendit with ben Cumberbatch? The, um, I, mean, I, just, I, I just Googled this. Yes, I Googled this. And, it, and I, it was the Year of the Dog, you thought. You said it's the Year of the Dog. So I Googled it. The Year of the Dog is about a woman who goes from having one pet dog to turning vegan and becoming an animal rights activist. So oh, nice. Yeah, so, so I Googled it again. One. No, it's not. It's, it's the, the power of the dog. Ah, is it about a dog? Is it about a dog? <laughs> well, well, there you go. I haven't seen that.
0: I'm really hoping this year that Tom Cruise gets nominated for an Oscar.
1: What, for Maverick?
0: Yeah, because I've seen that (laughs) in the cinema. i went to see that. So if he does, then I can become part of the conversation. I can go, well, you know, Tom Cruise, I mean. You could actually tell me all about it so
1: I can be part of the conversation. (laughs) When that compelling series, The Night Manager, was on with Tom Hiddleston, I watched the first five episodes, but... This, the sixth episode, I can't watch anything violent or sad because I get so distressed. Um, and I couldn't watch the sixth episode because it was very, very bloody. So, Emily, this is an act of devotion. Acted out, scene by scene, the death and destruction that occurred in the sixth episode, yeah. The Night Manager. So maybe you could act out all, this, all the flying for me from Maverick. I mean, and then I- I'll be able to say, well, of course, the special effects, that moment when...
0: That moment when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're upside down,
1: hanging off the sofa.
0: (laughs) I know, and I'm no actress, but I do really like to... uh, (laughs) You give it your all. Exactly, to give it as much as... This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, you guys know that we're not shy about getting things off our
1: chest. The tiny inconveniences that can ruin our days to the big, overwhelming worries that can flood our nights. Trouble is, we all got into the habit of saying, I'm absolutely fine. Emily and I added the but specifically to get off autopilot and give ourselves the space to say what we were really experiencing.
0: But we weren't always so free with our inner furies. A few years ago, I began experiencing debilitating panic attacks because I felt I couldn't tell anyone all the things that I was feeling, that I was not coping, that I felt like a failure. I was so ashamed, so I kept it all bottled inside. And of course, it started leaking out. It was only when I found a therapist and began sharing those doubts and insecurities with her that the panic began to dissipate.
1: Because therapy can be a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not
0: give BetterHelp a try?
1: It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists any for no additional
0: charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com midalt. That's better... H-E-L-P dot com slash MidAlt. Better help, because sometimes the best thing
1: to do is acknowledge that we are not, in fact, absolutely fine.
0: Do you know the other thing that really gets my goat, but that I have to accept it? And also this is going to be a function of, like you said, sitting in front of the television and not being able to see my phone, is that everything I want from a website is sold out immediately, the one thing.
1: Why do they keep them on the website why don't they take them off the fucking website? But inevitably what you do is you sign up to the wish list thing. Um, so they email you. And also, we have to accept that every email that ever lands is annoying anyway.
0: OK, every email is annoying. That's just end of. That's it.
1: Without exception, whether it's save yeah. the date or you're about to be arrested for tax fraud.
0: No, or, you know, or please can we approach you to talk about this amazing magnificent project or well done or anything it's just annoying ping
1: annoying <laughs> so you get the email saying that whatever you want is back in stock but then you miss the email so it's sold out again or it comes back in stock just when you don't have the money to buy it
0: yeah like sort of a week before the end of the month when everything is in squeaky bum time do you yeah, know what i mean like, like will we make it will we make it
1: yeah. i mean a big one that we have to accept. I think we probably accepted this some time ago, actually, is no matter how much we sleep or don't sleep, we are always going to be tired. And look tired. Stop it. <laughs> she,
0: said that, she said that looking
1: directly into my eyes.
0: <laughs> no, I say that totally conspiratorially, because I'm the same. So awful when someone says you look
1: tired. I remember just after lockdown, I went to have dinner just when it was legal, in like the April or something, with... um my oldest, uh, one of my oldest friends. And uh, I put on a bit of mascara for the first time in six months and sort of jump up with sparkly bits. And I thought I was looking quite sort of, you know, together. And just at the end of the evening, he said to me, darling, you know, we're always honest with each other. Uh, you look exhausted. And it really took the wind out of myself. Well, of course it because did. what he was seeing also was like emotional exhaustion, like, okay, so at the moment, everybody is talking about the great exhaustion. Like the Great Depression, but it's the Great Exhaustion, right?
0: I, I mean, I, I've never sort of this so hard in my life. Yeah, because it's disproportionately suffered by women. <sighs> and usual.
1: it's emotional exhaustion, so it can't be solved by sleep anyway. And a lot of it's to do probably with this hybrid, hybrid work-life. It's, there's no life-work balance. There's like a horrible... It's like the mould inside the rubber ring of your dishwasher yeah it's like gum. matted
0: in and yeah. set and, and 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 it's it's in there for to win it do you know what i mean so we can't
1: untangle ourselves from the different parts of our lives and the result is um a very sort of flat tiredness it's also it's not it's not sort of it's different from anxiety and panic which are our old friends isn't it em? do
0: you know when you said flat tiredness i actually visualized a deflated tire yes which is actually how i feel
1: you don't look like a deflated tire.
0: No, I feel and and actually that's a little unfair because I am I've got I've got a bit of that September feeling. No,
1: you're quite peppy. You you you're dumbing it down a bit. I th- I think out of respect for me because I'm not feeling quite so peppy.
0: But the great exhaustion, but I do feel the collective dread, the collective great exhaustion. I do feel like it is getting one is wading through... It's almost like, you know, we're all like laptops that are full of, full of, full of things and that it just takes slightly longer to boot them up every time. because Every time. And, and will
1: it work this time? Exactly. It's like, will the car start this time? Please let it start. So in between thinking about how tired we are in a flat, tyre kind of way, raw sewage in our seas, the choice for the new prime minister, energy bills, Trump staging his comeback, war, floods and all the other global horror we realize that the unnamed dread we've been pointlessly carrying around for years has now become very much named dread. Um, and when I wrote that down in my notes, it autocorrected as dead. <laughs> named dead. Yeah, so see, so why do I feel, so it was always, why do I feel weird? You know, I don't know, why do I feel so weird, we used to think. Well, now we know. So in an attempt to put some positivity in the world to combat the collective dread, we've dug really deep, really deep,
0: Desperately deep. I mean, like, or maybe shallow. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> to try and find some things to be pleased about. So, what are you pleased about, Emily? Jumpers. Desperate bid for positivity. Jumpers.
0: We like jumpers. To well, we <laughs> fair? To be fair, we do like jumpers. I mean, just saying we like jumpers makes me feel like I, I work in a farm. I quite like a
1: jumper that says, I like jumpers on it.
0: I think that's a, a really good idea. I'm soon I'll so be able to retire. <laughs> When I've done my I like
1: jumpers and I could do I like t-shirts, I like dresses, oh my God, I'm going to have a yacht.
0: Um, You could do an I like jumpers, you could knit it in your retirement. There isn't much that beats a good jumper.
1: It's true. If you have a jumper on, it means that there's no longer a fucking crippling, crushing, soul stripping heat wave.
0: If you have a jumper on, you could be out for a brisk autumn walk slash limp. (laughs) Yes. Or you could be snuggling on a sofa.
1: Yes. I mean, okay, here's a problem. My therapy jumper, my emotional support jumper, pale blue cashmere jumper, has died.
0: Actually died. Mm. So did you go and check on it to see if it was all right and it's not all right? In the end, too many stains,
1: too many holes. I could no longer darn it. What is darning? Well, I could no longer (laughs) attempt to mend it. So do you need a new emotional support jumper? Yeah. And it has to be very, very light. So I feel like I'm wearing a a, a, a cloud so so even the jumper conversation has upset me okay fine we'll
0: just move on also you know frankly we'll all be wearing 25 jumpers soon
1: bloody hell we will um, uh, okay it's it, it, saying it's it's soon it will be winter I remember saying to my um, very tiny sort of um, uh, slightly depressed Jewish grandfather who well, I said to him pa it was Midsummer's Day I said pa 21st of June pa it's Midsummer's Day he went yes soon it will be winter <laughs> I used to say to him, how are you? He'd say, well, all my friends are dead. <gasps> now we know uh, where I get it from, we correct? know.
0: There we go. That's straight to the source. Well,
1: soon it will be winter. And we're all going to enjoy, or Emily and I are, our terrible feet. <gasps> it's going to be the, the, the joy of being able to scratch a leggage with your <laughs> heel in bed. And the joy of not having to worry about hairy ankles or, 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 or toes
0: or... By uh, the way, I've got such hairy big toes, I'm actually growing a big toe bid. Everyone's got <laughs> chin hairs, but I think I'm getting toe hairs. That's my, that's my
1: thing. I'm going to examine them later. I can't wait. <laughs> I can epilator them for you. will scream oh. in agony, but it'll do the job. OK, more fun to be had, see? Well, the pressure of a pedicure lifts, doesn't it? I mean, phew. Because it's not even about having pretty feet. It's about, this, you know, what you don't want is a sort of signs of neg- of self neglect. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you see someone who's, you know... I, I, you know, things that start to make you look a bit mad as so you get older, like very, very dirty hair or very laddered tights.
0: Also, I think in Pilates, I don't want to be the person who sort of does the sort of exercise and scrapes white sort of flaky skin. Emily
1: flakes all over the match. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: and also you can wear, though
1: I hate this habit of yours, you can wear sandals with socks <gasps> again. Ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Actually, I do have some excellent news. Okay. Excellent news. Okay, so there's a good news about the way that brands are behaving. And uh, there's a Scandi-esque, when I say Scandi-esque, it's called Bjork, spelt B-J-O-R-G-K, but may not actually be from Scandinavia, it may actually be one of those like Chinese fronts. Anyway, it followed me around Insta because it was obviously listening to me talking about my sore foot and it's like cushiony joy, like walking on air. And I thought, oh, um, And I cracked. And I bought Your hair. feet cracked. Yes, exactly. Bum, bum. Anyway, they arrived after my holiday, obviously, um, and didn't fit. So I emailed and said, oh, you know, what do I do about returns? It's, I need to size up. I want to change. And they emailed back and said, don't worry. It hurts the environment more to send them back. So please donate them to a women's shelter or give to a friend or basically pass the joy on. And we'll send you the next size up. Yeah. It's unbelievably feel-good customer service. I mean, um,
1: a few brands are doing this. There's an underwear brand I heard that are doing this as well. And I can't remember. I'll put it in the show notes when I remember what it was. But, I mean, some people are going to be arseholes and take advantage of this stuff, which is a shame. Don't be arseholes because this is really, really. Imagine you can give it to someone who needs it more because it doesn't fit you
0: anyway when my new sandals arrive i will be wearing them basically next year obviously i will be wearing them with socks to hide my feral feet while you comfort eat because that is a positive because it's a
1: lot harder to justify emotional emotional eating in the summer
0: (laughs) but we're back baby
1: hello bread yeah and comfort eating is definitely better done in the dark when what happens between you and the fridge is only witnessed by god
0: (laughs) Ah, last, some good news. Other thing is, shopping in your wardrobe is infinitely more fun than shopping in shops. Yes, we do not want
1: to be dropping money that we don't have in shops, so we're going to be shopping in our own wardrobes, which previously has felt limiting, but now it feels free because shops are hideous. Shops are broken.
0: Can someone fix
1: shops? I mean, changing rooms, come on, it's like the last vestiges of I don't know what. Anyway, our wardrobes... Are not strip lit with mirrors at every single angle, or mine isn't. Um, I don't even have a full length
0: mirror in our bit. Brilliant. Yeah, so I can only see myself in bits, which is perfect. Perfect. They're full of hope. They're full of hope over
1: experience, actually. (laughs) Um, And and the potential, there are some things we've never worn. Yeah.
0: And things we've kept since the 90s, which are now vintage and possibly cool. Yes. Are they cool? I don't know. (laughs) Also, as discussed, there are jumpers in there. Yes, there there are plenty (laughs) of jumpers.
1: Yeah, 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 it's true. Another boon. Is that soon it's going to be okay to go to bed at 8 pm because it will have been night for four hours already.
0: (laughs) It's the, the summer equivalent of midnight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look at you! Stay up till eight. Rock and roll.
0: <laughs> time to get totally tucked up.
1: The best thing about this time of year is that Christmas is nearly over.
0: <gasps> yeah, we've only got 109 nervous breakdown days to go.
1: 109 nervous breakdowns until that special, special day of days, <laughs> and then it's over. Um, so, I mean, the, I, and another way, apart from looking from the for, for the positives to combat um, the horror, is to just indulge in some little. We've already started, Emily and I. <laughs> just gentle mid adult crises.
0: Yeah. Gentle ones. You know, sometimes you think, oh, midlife crisis, that's got such a terrible ring to it. But no, a mid-alt crisis is incredibly fun.
1: Yes, midlife crisis when you explode your own life and break people's hearts. No, this is things like, I had my first piercing at 43, okay? And I had my fourth three months ago, which, by the way, this is nice, was feeling a bit weird last night. So I took out the earring and it was sort of foaming with pus. And I don't know if that is because I'm old and my cells aren't renewing in the same way or because... Uh, it's, it's higher up, so it's close to the cartilage. Answer's on a postcard. Anyway, I'm going to have my fifth piercing next week. And you can come with me, Em.
0: That sounds fun. And I... you can plan...
1: It's also a tattoo place where we go. You can plan <gasps> your next tattoo.
0: Definitely, definitely not done with the tattoos. In fact, I spent quite a lot of the summer drooling over all the tattooed bodies. And you know you're having a gentle mid-alt crisis when you're not actually lusting after the bodies. It's You're looking at the tattoos yeah. and imagining them on you. Also... Don't you feel quite teenagey about having a pussy infected ear? <laughs> what, like spot squeezing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I was thrilled
1: to see the past. I was like,
0: wow, look at that. Is that really happening? You're still capable of
1: getting infections. You're still capable of generating past. Oh my God. Um, maybe we should, you know, invisalign that's so five years ago for women in their forties. Maybe Emily, we should we should indulge in a big old set of veneers. We could go to Turkey and and, and, and have our teeth filed down to those fun little pegs and come back full Katie Price or like Duke of Bridgerton veneers. Maybe we can gnash our fucking way through 2022 and 2023. Maybe we can light our way in the
0: electricity crisis with our luminous Teeth. I know, we can go to nightclubs and when the UV shine, when we smile at the UV, we look wild.
1: Blinded they shall be. This
0: is going to be great. Although, obviously, we have to find a nightclub that's open until 8 o'clock.
1: It is exactly <laughs> open from, from 6 till 8.30. <laughs> that
0: um, be the dream. I mean, you. what well,
1: people associate stupid cars with with life crises. I mean, part of me wants a motorbike, but do you know... <laughs> The best thing that I did this summer lasted for about four minutes. No, 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 not what you're thinking, ladies. It was um, my first ever ride on an electric scooter. I was with someone quite scary who said, let's take an electric scooter. And I was too scared to say, no, I'm terrified. And uh, and, 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 I, and I got on it. And with my skirts, you know, flowing behind me in the wind, like properly a ship in full sail. And it was completely brilliant. And I felt filled with joy. So then I came back to London and tried it and it took me about 3 weeks to get the line people to recognize that I had a driving <laughs> license. But maybe I will start electric scooting around the place. This could be the last you hear of me. Need to write that will because, you know, it's London. But, um, you know, I've got dyspraxia, you know, but baby steps towards the motorbike.
0: I absolutely love the idea of you electric scooting around town. Maybe you could skateboard beside me. Well, no, 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 not skateboarding. Skateboarding makes me hot out. But, 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 this summer, I also boogie boarded a lot like three hours in the atlantic and i absolutely loved it and i actually had a discussion with myself whether or not i should book learn to surf book a surfing holiday like
1: in portugal this is a perfect midlife crisis so um i started watching well they found me and i don't know what conversation i had which meant that instagram started sending me videos of surfers but I'll show you some we stopped recording. If anyone wants to see remarkable video footage, it's, you know, inside the tube. It's unbelievable. But
0: it's kind of amazing because I, for, those, for the three hours that we were in the Atlantic kind of freezing and whatever, and I actually did a few... I love like, the way adventure. that you're kind
1: of upping the ante, but not just saying we're in the sea. We're in the Atlantic. No,
0: no. Yeah, we're in the fucking Atlantic, man. Without a wetsuit, she says. But, no, but you know, you don't have your phone and you don't have anything. And it is actually incredibly freeing to be so kind of... to ha- only have one purpose. Catch the wave, dude. And then, and then I sound like, point break.
1: Electric scooters do have a hold of your phone, which I assume is for maps. <laughs> but I was like, are you fucking joking? There's no way I can do... It. Well, you wouldn't be able to do it because you don't have your bifocals. But I mean, no way I could scoot and look at my phone. Then... Then the then, then WhatsApp would come through, telling me off, telling me I'd done something wrong. And that would, I mean, it would just, it would just be the end.
0: Um, the other thing to go along with my, and we've already had this discussion and it's already been shut down, but anyway, I'm going to have it anyway, is along with the surface, I want to stay as blonde as I am. I am incredibly blonde right now because the, um, the hair dye I use just as a sort of massive chemical reaction. And I did spend quite a lot of time in the sea. Anyway, and um, Annabelle disagrees.
1: No, you're not allowed to me. It's <laughs> fine while you're still a bit tanned and it's light, but I I mean listen, you know, you knock yourself out, but let's have this conversation in December. Okay, fine. Yes, exactly.
0: When I'm sort of white, blonde and shivering.
1: I tell you what we could do, I I think, as part of our mid-art crises, is go on a sex toy shopping spree because Emily and I saw sort of sex toy, not virgin definitely not virgins, <laughs> not not, not virgin. refuse nicks either, no,
0: hundred percent not ignoramuses. Yeah, it, we're sex toy idiots. So let's
1: go on a sex toy splurge. It chucks on the mind we don't have at sort of rubbery vibrating things, but I tell you what, actually, listeners, you could help if you would instant, direct message us on Instagram
0: and just tell us what to buy we'd be really grateful yeah yeah we really would do you know what we do you remember we had dinner with our friend the other day and she said the best thing about working from home was wanking from home
1: wanking from home (laughs) (laughs) so maybe we need to get with that programme and get some sex toys so yes please please send us your suggestions and um I might be in a better mood next week (laughs) who knows see you next week bye you've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of the Mid-Alt Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and
0: subscribe.